friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a podcast for Fort Worthians who love our city and want stories from our community's creators. You love Fort Worth? You want to know what's happening in your backyard? Then this podcast was made for you. You can find this show on all the major platforms. You can find it on YouTube and all the social medias. Just look for Fort Worth Roots, or you can go to our website, fortworthroots.com. And we've got, uh, I think, all of the, the links there. Except for all the shows. There's too many of those to put on one website. Maybe there's a way to do that. I haven't discovered it yet. But uh, yeah, you can go to where you listen, type in Fort Worth Roots. It should pop right up. I reached out to the local veteran community, and I, the idea was, hey, I've got free time at the beginning of these shows. Why don't I highlight some local veteran businesses? First company got back to me was Squad STX Boys Camping. Here's their mission statement. Squad STX is an overnight primitive camping, hiking, orienteering, and laser tag course for boys designed by the U.S. Army Infantry Officers as an alternative to Boy Scouts in traditional summer camp. We develop strong leadership skills through squad competitions, time-tested military training method- methodologies, and situational training exercises. How bad did I butcher that? Was that terrible? Um, anyway, you can check it out. SquadSTX.com is the website. Uh, these guys were nice enough to, to let me shout them out on the show. and uh, We actually just did an interview with Dustin Stewart, the owner of STX, and his bandmate, Jake James Franklin. Together, they are Blue Light 100s. So that'll be coming at you pretty quick. Uh, just so you know, you don't have to keep up with the schedule for the show. What you can do is wherever you're listening to podcasts, you can hit subscribe on your podcast player and it will update you. It'll let you know whenever there's a new episode available. There's even functions on most of these players where you can set it to automatically download. Uh, totally up to you, but you don't have to keep up with the schedule. Something like that will remind you. And uh, we do release these episodes every single Monday. Uh, let's see here. River Oaks Spring Fest. Wait, let me try it again. River Oaks Spring Fest Car Show is happening April 30th. And that's going to be on a Saturday. You got over two months to prepare for this thing. It's going to be the first time Fort Worth Roots has gone to an event. We're going to get out and meet people and I don't know, might be handing out stuff talking might do some recordings i'm not really sure yet but like i said we got two months to uh to decide what we're going to do but we'll be there and we want you to be there too it's kind of centrally located if you don't know where river oaks is it's just west of downtown fort worth uh kind of in between downtown fort worth and the military base uh carswell jrb carswell they're gonna have vendors there's gonna be a pop-up market games and dozens if not hundreds of classic cars those numbers have not been finalized yet we're still a little ways out but it's gonna be cool and i'd be thrilled to see you there so make sure you bring everybody out it's gonna be a very kid-friendly event and uh lots of stuff to do and they do have a facebook page so if you want to go and check out some of the uh the happenings you can go to the river oaks spring fest car show facebook page and they'll be updating you and we'll try to keep you up to date here at fort worth roots too we have a facebook page as well it's fort worth roots on facebook and uh you can also find this information in our show notes our guests today are a power couple out of the Fort Worth area. Their website is late to the station music.com. On Bandcamp, I'll include that link in the show notes, but you can get to their uh, music through that website. Uh, their two albums that they have out are Hot Ash and one that released on 2 22 was the date of the release of Just Us. And those are both on their website. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. 
we were lucky enough to get our artist to play three songs in this recording. I feel like I'm stealing from these people whenever they play so much for us, but it's great. And uh, this episode was a real treat, putting together in post-production. I had a lot of fun with this. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please give it up for our guests today, Carrie and Paul Smith. And let's start the show. What are you playing for us now? Um, this one's uh, called Cold Blooded. Um, and it's just, we had an experience with somebody that just kept extending, you know, the benefit of the doubt to somebody and they just kept taking it. And yeah. eventually you're like, no, this person's just cold blooded. Yeah. So here we go. Some say he's successful cause he drives a fancy car Others say conniving cause he'll pick right at your scars I call him a has-been cause his game has been exposed You keep him at an arm's length with all your cars held close He's cold-blooded, yes that's what he is He's cold-blooded, no he ain't got no friends He's cold Yes, he pays for affection, cold-blooded Slithers in every direction Some folks call him Tin Man Cause they think he got no heart Others think he's Einstein Yes, they think he's wicked smart I call him Backstabber Cause it's what he did to me You think that you can't trust him Well, just wait a while, you'll see He's cold-blooded Yes, that's what he is, he's cold-blooded No, he ain't got no friends, he's cold-blooded Yes, he pays for affection, cold-blooded Slithers in every direction Could have been a leader, even they make mistakes The betrayal's in his psyche, he's just wired up that way Could have been a savior, one that can all look to the lion is his fabric and he wears a three-piece suit cause he's cold-blooded yes that's what he is he's cold-blooded no he ain't got no friends he's cold-blooded yes he pays for affection cold-blooded slithers in every direction Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> this over uh, uh, every every time this happens now it's it's almost like sensory overload having somebody this amazing play this close to you, you know? <laughs> you don't know what to do with your hands. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank and you. what a beautiful guitar. Thank you. We um we were very very fortunate. So long story, I'll try to make it short. Um for my for our 5th wedding anniversary we bought a 1965 Volkswagen bus. 69. 69, thank you. And we fixed this thing up. I mean, and for 10 years, every time we had summers off, we would drive around the country and 
basically live out of this thing in the summer. That's awesome. And after about 10 years of it breaking down and constantly fixing it, we're like, all right, we need something different. Yeah. (laughs) Just more trouble than it was worth. Right. I mean, some amazing experiences, and we met the most amazing people doing it, but... um, it's when, cool that you can fix it, yeah. but you get tired of doing it. <laughs> right, do right. It Let's time. just go somewhere and know we're making it home. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, now I know I can do that. Uh, <laughs> one of those experiences in the past. That's funny. But um, yeah. we sold it to kind of finance getting our musical instruments and everything up to snuff, and this is one of the things that I was able to purchase because of the sale of that. So. Now, I don't know anything about guitars, so this is a Taylor? This is a Taylor, um, and it's a Koa Wood. It's not their most expensive Taylor, but um, most retailers for guitars aren't really set up for the female. Uh-huh. You go in, and it feels like you're going in a Best Buy where everyone's male, and yeah. um, so sitting there and asking people to pull $1,000 guitars off the wall is kind of intimidating. Okay. Um, but one day we did it and uh, played played just about everything on the wall and finally hit this one. I was like, that's it. That's yeah. that's the one I need to have. That uh, one. The sound coming out of it's incredible. Thank you. Is that what made the, the decision? Yes. And it's, it's easy to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, I guess, regular size hands, not extremely large or small, but... Um, I can get all the way around it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's I can maneuver it, and uh, I felt like it had a really nice pure sound. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's probably the most important part, right? You got to be able to be, be comfortable with the instrument. Mm-hmm. We had a guest on the other day. He's got a very thin, like the 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 body of the guitar is very thin, so it doesn't put out a very uh, full sound. But usually, I guess he's plugged into something where he can adjust that. Mm-hmm. But he's got it because he's a he's a smaller frame dude, and he needs something that he's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably got to be pretty important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fort Worth, a uh, musician, John West, who's part of the Southern Note Band, he works at a guitar center near us. Okay, and uh, we've been to some of his gigs. He'd seen us play a few times, and so we went in that day, and he was there. Okay. I was like, she's in a buying mood. It's like, <laughs> so he was pulling the them off the wall. Yeah, right. well, yeah. But yeah, when she started strumming that one, you know, that was something. It felt right. A little more magical than the others. Yeah. 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 Absolutely beautiful. So I, I did some internet snooping and, and trying to <laughs> learn a little bit about you. You're, you're a little bit hard to search for on the internet, but I found some of the venues that you've been playing at. Okay. And it uh, looks like you guys are all over the place. We are. You know, um,. I uh, I have Broyles to thank for that, Matthew Broyles, because we had a real good conversation one time, and he said, you know, you just really have to pound the pavement and call these people. And um, so I I kind of took that as part of the job. You know, I, I think for, for many years I had that idea that I was going to be discovered playing in my bedroom, and that just doesn't really happen. Yeah. You have to kind of – you have to do the work. Um, so – he sent me a spreadsheet of you know places to try and and so on monday it's become a regular thing i sit down and you know just cold call email 10 people yeah um every monday at least yeah and some some mondays you know we'll get three or four hits back and some mondays it's nothing so but you just you have to be real regular about it um that and um another one of our friends a, a great guitarist his name is chad collins he um connected us with the person that uh, books a lot of his gigs. Um, and talking so, about Matthew's gigs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so we're very fortunate. Yeah, he gets a small take, and it's totally worth it. It's because yeah. he's doing all the work we don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Say, yeah, I'll do that gig. Yes, you show up, I'll you show get paid. Up. It's nice. like sweet. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's good. Um, Matthew brought this up the other day. We had him on uh, last Friday, not this last Friday when we we're all iced in, but the Friday before. <laughs> and um, he was talking about like kind of the different levels of musicians, like not necessarily their skill level, but where they are professionally. Mm-hmm. And he he was telling me that his goal is to get to the next level, which he calls, uh, I believe he called it middle class musicians, you know, or, or, or middle level, something like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, I I I didn't think of it this way until he broke it down for me because I'm an outsider and I don't know anything about music. But uh, he's he's content with where he's at right now. Of course, he always wants to do better, but he's playing gigs two, three, four times a week, and that's that's a comfortable spot for him. And I think a lot of musicians want to get to that level. And uh, you're right, can't do it. Just uh, expecting them to discover you in your bedroom. <laughs> right. But that's great that you're out there looking for these uh, gigs because I, I know for a fact if they hear your voice once, they're going to want you to play at their venue. Well, thank you. Right? Thank you. It's so, gone well. It's, I bet. I, yeah. I can't. I. I it, yeah. I'm. I'm actually blown away that it's that it's happened at all. Um, I feel very fortunate. Well, and we hadn't started recording yet, but you were talking about how you wanted to uh, be in a community where, you know, there was lots of venues and you could get around by rail and mm-hmm. you didn't have to move to a, a city like that. It's kind of coming to you. Yes. And I, I think everybody kind of agrees that, that over the years, Fort Worth has really become a musician's hub. Um, we had artists. Uh, did did you go to the Jake Savage? Not Jake Savage. Joe Savage uh, Sunday uh, at the playground. I haven't. Okay, so this is a really cool thing, and unfortunately, I just saw a post from him saying that the, the building was vandalized, so they're not going to have it this Sunday. Um, but bringing in musicians from all over the place, San Antonio and Denton and Dallas, of course, and uh, just meeting right here in Fort Worth, and I think a lot of musicians are warming up to the idea that Fort Worth is it, it's much more uh, suited, more well-suited for musicians nowadays than it used to be. And there's plenty of venues, and all the restaurants are kind of on board with having live music, and it's just, it's enriched our community a lot. And I want to say probably since, you know, about 2012, that's whenever they started updating the 7th Street area and Magnolia and all these little pockets that we have with great venues and great restaurants. Mm-hmm. So probably over the last 10 years, we've, we've really seen some changes with Fort Worth and that's great. Yeah. We were lucky this last year. Uh, we got in that loop to play at Fred's Texas cafe. Okay. Where they do live music all the time. And the people that go there know they're going there to have an awesome burger yeah. and there's going to be music. This is Fred's that just closed down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. they're, yeah, they're going to open they're a moving. new location. It's yeah. going to be on Camp Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we played there five or six times last year. Right. Y'all know, and, and incredible musicians there. Yes. yes. Always great. Um, and uh, do, y'all, do y'all have any insider information on when they might be opening up? No. No. I knew that it was supposed to take, I think originally they were thinking it would take them the month of January, but, you know, things are kind of unpredictable on a yeah. lot of levels right now. So. Sure. Well, and there's a place in River Oaks, uh, I think it's called Grumps, and it, they they have several 
restaurants around the DFW area. But they were planning on opening, I think, in either November or December, and now it's been pushed back to March. Oh. So there's a lot of places like that mm-hmm. that are having issues with, uh, I, I guess, trying to find somebody to do the work and uh, permits, okay. surely. Can they get supplies to yeah. do what needs to be done? Yeah. Um, I've walked into the store several times over the past few months and just been blown away by how empty the shelves were. Yeah. It's really scary. I think it's I think it's going to be something that we're kind of constantly dealing with. I think I think supply chain, you know, I was reading is it's going to be a long-term path back. What what is the deal with that? Like I've, I all I've heard is they were having issues at the shipyards and there's logistical issues with the trucking companies and mm-hmm. things like that. I think California's really made things difficult because of some uh, new requirements that they have either for the drivers or the trucks or something to that effect. Yeah, there was some of that, and some of that had already started, like in 2018 is when mm-hmm. that really started kicking off. Um, a lot of people are retiring. Yeah. Um, I know in our profession, a, a lot of people that work the job that we work, like Navy vets that came back from Vietnam and right. did this, and now they're retiring, and you know, our job is kind of a manual labor job, and not a lot of people want to do that. You're not talking about your music no no no. like a our, our nine to five job and what is that um we own and manage a swimming pool maintenance and repair company okay okay so, so no no shortage of work there i'm sure no, no. how long have y'all been in business with that uh since 20 We're working on our year 11, 11 i think yeah. yeah so you've got a solid robust client list we probably don't do any advertising at this point we do not <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the two of you yes mm-hmm. oh well no employees nope Mm-mm. yeah well no, i we do it all i understand that i had a i had a 13 employees at one point and it was a nightmare yeah you and end the, up spending more of your time i think managing people than managing the problems of yeah, the business sure so this you know the committee meeting is what needs to be done How's best to approach it? All right, let's do it. Yeah. And it's great. It's very effective. So. Yeah, we were both teachers for over a decade uh, in Grapevine, Colleyville, and I was also at uh, Birdville Independent School District for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got out of that to start this business, the pool business. Yeah. And that went great. Mm-hmm. After one year, I did good enough where she got to quit as well. And then we've been doing it together all the other years. The supplies there too. But, Especially uh, nowadays. But yeah no shortage of demand so i'd be interested to hear your take on uh education the way it is now and what do you think the uh the kiddos are how how are they going to be impacted by the last three years (laughs) it's just we've never seen anything like this and i I wonder what that's going to do to the uh, the development of these kids that were you know in grades one through five and missing three years of actual like normal school life they're going to be forced to learn some patience and resiliency and how to adapt to change more than they might have you know because they had to for the teachers i'm sure it's 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 killing them yeah my fiance is actually she's a school counselor and the story she comes home with talking about you know the relationship between the the parents and the the student or the conversations that she has between the parents and the staff you know the teachers the it's just wild people's perception of what's going on at those schools and how some people just don't get it at all and yep. it, it affects the children in a very negative way yes so uh, it's going to be wild to uh to see how that unfolds and what kind of studies are done in the future to to see how big of an impact this had on them I think, too, you know, I was thinking about 
this very thing um, this morning, and I was I was thinking, you know, historically, you, you you try to think about what other generations would have been impacted in this manner. Like I think about, you know, small children in London during World War II when everything was just, you know, there's no way they're going to school through right. that. Yeah. Or you know, like my grandparents' generation in the Dust Bowl, and you know, when everyone's moving because of the Great Depression, there was not a lot of uh, continuity in education or placement in that. Mm-hmm. So historically you know we've dealt with it before i i think just from from my perspective my life has been so very undisturbed until recently yeah you know and historically that's probably not always been the case the one thing i i I think i can hang my hat on is that there are so many people who still put compassion first and whatever needs to happen to to get us back on the right track with um policies or with curriculum or with community, uh, I know that there are people out there that will seek out those jobs and make them happen. I think it's just as digital as we all are now, I I still believe that compassion will will be the thing that brings us back together. Well, it would certainly be a value like that over anything else, right? Mm -hmm. So what what subject did y'all teach before you made the big move to uh, entrepreneur? Um, I taught elementary music. I don't even know how long. And then I got the wise idea that I wanted to go into administration. So ended up teaching almost all the grade levels and getting an ed-ad degree. And then um, kept interviewing and interviewing and not getting the job, thank goodness. And yeah. uh, after a while, just like, all right, we got to go a different direction now. Yeah. And then yeah uh, i always taught high school level so 9 through 12 and uh my first five years i taught all of the social studies so world geography world history u.s history government economics uh, i taught all the business classes as well and i taught them all at the same time in a classroom with students that were freshmen through seniors and it was a, a type of special education special education program where everyone was emotionally disturbed like you were at least that if you were in my room um, <laughs> autism to rest. Okay, okay. But emotionally disturbed, op- oppositional defiant. Okay. Um, people so, that needed some behavior management. So Mr. Smith's class was a real rodeo. Yes. <laughs> and I always had, thank goodness, an educational assistant with me. So there were two adults, you know, we could team up and uh, manage the class. But uh, but like we did the the old school program, the boys and girls town point system, and rewarding people for positive behaviors and redirecting negative behaviors. While you're teaching all these different things all at once, yeah, I'd have something on an overhead, something on a video worksheets over here, a group over there, and all of that while um, working on behavior, yeah, um, and meeting uh, special education individual education plans and all of the modifications and such uh that made all my hair fall out <laughs> <laughs> little gray there for that yeah. right and uh five, the next five years i still taught all social studies and it was still a unique format and it was in the great von colleyville independent school district where uh we did uh it's on campus credit recovery most schools when you have students that need credit recovery you go off campus and uh this one we had them come in and we had uh the curriculum was on laptops and everyone's going at their own pace the goal was just to get them in the building earn that credit and go um attendance wasn't working yeah so that's why the program was made 
to get them in there, just get the work done, learn what you need, and get out. Graduate. More self-paced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they've been there five years or whatever, or, mm-hmm. or less, but they're behind. Catch up, get out, and stay on campus. Yeah. Well, it was cool. When did the light bulb go off whenever you decided that pool business was going to be your uh, field of expertise? Uh, we're do-it-yourselfers. Our neighbor across the street was running his own business. And uh, he saw us working on that Volkswagen bus. He saw us everything we were doing to our house and our yard. He's like, if you can do all that, you can run your own pool business. So I rode around with him for like six months. And that's what he was doing was? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Yep. And uh, got lucky. Had one lady that did some marketing for us. And that was just a gold mine because it just turned into referral after referral. You do a good job. You're in demand. People are going to talk. As soon as they call you, they trust you already because they got your number from someone else that you took care of. Yeah. It's, it's been great. Do you ever run into a situation where you're literally servicing every pool in a certain neighborhood? We have streets where we have three or four in a row. Yeah. 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 Uh, our route is very tight. Yeah. We don't hardly put any miles on the truck. <laughs> That's no. the way to do it. Yeah. 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 And we're South Lake, Colleyville, Grapevine. So it's know. very dense. Just right there. Yeah. 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 If it's broke, please fix it. Let me know when you can. Just send me the bill. Send me the bill. Instead yeah. of how much is that going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, you've, you've got I'll that. Fix it. You've got that trust there. Yes. They know you'll take care of them. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you you've been able to manage your own schedule, and uh, it it neither one really interfere with the other. You've got your music, and you've got your business, and since you're in charge of both, there's never any issues. And it's been nice too because we've been able to. You know, we're not getting any younger, so to be able to gig a little more and do a little bit less manual labor in the summer, it's it's been really nice to be able to kind of trade off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we continue to tilt more of this direction. Right, but right. if we don't, you know, we understand. So know? when did how long back did you and you might have told me this, but when did you start really paying attention to dedicating one day a week to calling these venues <sighs> and restaurants to to try to get something on the schedule probably the last, last year. year last year really i had i had one gig lined up at our little neighborhood pub and i went to go play and they had shut down that day because of covid no oh. this is like 20 sorry 2016 like they closed <laughs> like the owner had like a cocaine problem and they closed <laughs> and uh it was 2019. So I, I was like, okay, so I have a girlfriend that owns a art gallery in uh, Georgetown. And I called her. I said, listen, we're up, we're all practiced up. Uh, can we just come play in your shop? And she said, sure. So that was like our real first honest-to-goodness gig. We didn't get paid. Um, it was three hours in a gallery full of people. Yeah. Everybody stayed. We're like, okay, right. we don't suck. Awesome. Right? We didn't stink <laughs> up the place, so yeah. maybe we got something. Um so you've always been a duo since the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. for a while we were a trio, um, but just I, you know, it's kind of unfair to the third person because we live together and and decide things, and it's like, oh, by the way, yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, um, if you find somebody that's okay with that, right? Some musicians don't want to do any of the planning. That's right? true. They just want to show up, do the do the thing, and go. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think also too, we have a low a low threshold for boredom so if we you know play the same thing too often we need to 
rehearse and do something different. Um, okay, so, so it'd yeah. be hard for a third party to yeah. keep up with your... It might be. Yeah, we wake up and play together every morning. Uh, we leave our setup as if we're gigging mm -hmm. right behind our sofa in our living room. And it's just, it's, it's part there. of our room get up and have coffee and start I was, practicing i was about to ask does the coffee come first yes yeah yeah <laughs> we get we, we have a hot tub we get in the hot tub then we have coffee then we play some and then we have breakfast and we play some more and then we look at the clock we're like we better go to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah. time to get the day started yeah uh -huh. that's an awesome setup i think it, anybody would be great. okay with that we setup. are very spoiled <laughs> we are super spoiled <laughs> super spoiled got any fur babies we had we a did. fur baby. Oh, no. Um, she made it over 18 years. Yes. Just a couple years ago, we lost her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What was her name? Jenna. Jenna. What was Jenna? Jenna was part Australian Shepherd, part Black Lab. Oh, okay. That's an interesting mix. She was a smart one. I yeah. bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, well, I saw your fur baby marker out front on the way in. Which one? <laughs> oh, well, it was on the right side. As you're coming into that patio, it was out in the garden type. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think somebody got that for Morgan as a gift. Um, probably. When was it? I guess it was uh, middle of December. I want to think. I think. I think it was the uh, week of Christmas, but we lost ours back a little bit ago, and uh, it was. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming for about two years because she was slowing down. She was having issues. She was on all sorts of meds, and she only made it to like I think thirteen or fourteen. We thought we probably had quite a bit more time with her because of the breed. She, you know, she could have made it to sixteen, seventeen years. You know, what was because she? of her breed. She was a, um, a Maltese Poodle mix. And um, one day Morgan came home from work and she couldn't walk. Oh. Like her back legs just wouldn't work. And she was on the phone with me whenever she came in and she's like, Brenda, what's wrong? I'll call you back, you know. And um, so we took her to the vet and the vet's like, mm -hmm, not great. Her, she's got two collapsed vertebrae just <gasps> randomly. She was fine when we went, when we left her to go to work and when we came home, it had just kind of fallen apart. So. And it's rough, and I've talked to so many people. Um, uh, Trista uh, Morris, she lost mm -hmm. her, I think, cat not too mm -hmm. long ago. It's A lot of people just lost their fur babies, <laughs> and it's so rough. And then you start talking to each other about it, and you know what the other person went through uh -huh. and how hard it is, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's rough. It's real rough. And it's different than losing a family member because I, it's, it's hard to convey to people how much that animal meant to you. I understand. Yeah. So I understand. Well, yeah. we got kind of lucky there. Uh, a place that we had never heard of helped us. Our dog was struggling for about three years, and uh, but would have all kinds of good moments and could get around and all of that. But uh, mentally, I guess she yeah. And she was on a lot of meds too. But uh, a place called Lap of Love. Mm -hmm. uh, the vet comes to the house. Mm. and puts them down yeah. where they're comfortable yeah and uh it's totally peaceful it was beautiful it was an instant relief for all three of us yeah. it was like oh my god yeah. yeah and then they uh you know they take them off yeah. and uh you get a care package later and a, a card from them and they're yeah. sweet and that's all awesome. just made that so easy i wish i could remember the name of the place that we went to it's uh just on the south side of azel right as you cross the bridge leaving uh i think that's lake worth 
uh, on 199, but they were just so perfect with the entire thing. I mean, they they talked us through the entire process. The vet, I mean, as he was doing things, he's like, okay, this is what I'm doing now, and this is what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that was great. And then they even called like a week later. They called Morgan just to say, hey, we're thinking about you. And oh. Hope you're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, God, they did not have to do that. That's so awesome. But yeah, uh, some people really get it. Yes, yes, they do. And for us, our, you know, we kept waiting for her to tell us it was time, and she just kept, you know, declining and, it was just really poor at the end, and it took me like two weeks to let go of that and start reflecting on all of the funny, good times that we had and, you know, flipping back in our little photo album. We still had a photo album and, you know, all the things we would camp together and all of those things. And then you start remembering those times, and those are the things that really stick. You know? Yeah. This, yeah. this period that... that that dog was with us in that Volkswagen bus and made it to 14 states. Awesome. It's more yeah. than some people do. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the, the intensity of this moment ends up being not the thing that you can focus on. You can, you, you know, after a period of time, you really do start to reflect back on all of the things you did together and all of yeah. the goofy, you know, oh, this was her favorite toy and mm-hmm. she really liked this and one time she snuck french fries out of the, you know that those kinds of things right yeah so i guess it's been one and a half or two years something like that i don't but, uh, know my we're sense still furless of time. yes we're still furless we're rolling furless for as long as we can we do have a neighborhood cat boots that comes by shout out boots shout out boots <laughs> that's awesome um i had something i wanted to ask you and i forgot that's okay. It'll come. So whenever I do these edits uh, after the recording, I always trim out the silly things like Dead Space and me saying, oh, I forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> 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 well, you're geared up. Do you have another song you want to play for us? Sure. Paul, so- you going to get in on this one? <laughs> no, I didn't bring anything. This is weird. Because <laughs> normally I play bass and drums at yeah. the same time. You know, at the same time, okay. I'm just sitting here. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here. Yeah. Thank I'm you for coming. He's my, this, is, this is cool. He's my emotional support human. <laughs> uh, this one, it's called Lorraine, and I haven't recorded it or anything yet. I just played it in public for the last time le- last Sunday, so... Well, she works all week. In the North Texas heat, he comes home and takes a quick shower. Packs her gear in the van, guitar and hemp in each hand, and she's up on the stage within the hour. Oh, it's hotter than Hades You know this life ain't for the ladies And fantasies don't ever come true She's got talent and grit She don't know when to quit Ain't it funny what dreams will make you do Oh, Lorraine knows the truth Fortune favors youth 
and her hair's already tinged gray. Oh, her door slowly closes, and deep down she knows it. It's as plain as the lines on her face. Oh, it's harder than Hades, you know this life ain't for the ladies And fantasies don't ever come true She's got talent and grit, she don't know when to quit Ain't it funny what dreams will make you do Oh, Lorraine knows the truth She wasted too much time And the thing that held her back Was the doubt in her mind's eyes Oh, she knows she's going nowhere Funny thing is, she don't care It's not about fortune or fame she just needs a little spotlight to make her feel alright And all the regulars, they call her by name Oh, it's hotter than Hades, you know this life ain't for the ladies And fantasies don't ever come true She's got talent and grit She don't know when to quit Ain't it funny what dreams will make you do Yes, it's funny what dreams will make you do You are saving that. Well, <laughs> sometimes, you know, playing for a one-person audience, you got to re- remind your, your guests that there's there's more people listening. <laughs> They're clapping for you right now. Right on. So the last song had kind of a story behind it. Does that one have a story, too? Um, this one, I think, I started writing after we played Lola's one day, and, like, the heat index was 103. And I was like, <laughs> it's just too hot for this, and I'm too old for this. And that's just how I was feeling, so. Yeah. I haven't been out to Lola's in so long, and I would love that place. It's, uh, it's such an interesting setup, and it always draws a great crowd. Uh-huh. I mean, the people out there are just so laid back. Everybody's fun. Um, and, and there's kind of a... A core group of people that that work at that place, and I think a couple of them have moved on since uh, since the last time I was there. But it's it's just got a it's got a good vibe. I just love it. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Do y'all do y'all gig there pretty often? Or oh, uh, fairly. Fairly. Yeah. yeah. We might have done four or five there last year right. too. It's got a real good Texas feel to it. You know, it's got mm-hmm. this nice mixture of indoor outdoor and um, beer garden and concert and. Yeah. And maybe y'all are the ones I need to come see next time well, I go to Lowe's. Well, there you go. There you go. So anytime, Great. now that y'all have been on Fort Worth Roots, anytime that y'all have something coming up, if you'll uh, tag Fort Worth Roots in it, okay. I'll see it and I'll share it. Okay. Um, or send it to me directly and I'll share it on our page. And, um, you know, if I can remember, there's so much stuff going on, but I, I'll even put it on that week's episode. Tell them, hey, make sure you go catch Carrie and Paul out at blah, blah, blah. So, awesome. Um, but what uh, what's on the schedule right now? What's coming up next? Um, Tuesday, we're out in Garland. Um, 
at Lakewood. Lakewood. They make. Have you ever had the Temptress? I think I yeah yeah the Lakewood Temptress yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a it's a serious drink mm-hmm. it, yeah it's, it's good night night juice yeah <laughs> it's like twelve percent yes right? it's yeah. very heavy yeah. but it's delicious so we're out there on Tuesday. And you just said this. Where is that at? Lakewood and Garland. Garland. Okay. Damn, that's a drive. Yeah. 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 It's our first time in Garland. And then I think we're back. The Tuesday after, we were going to be at Lola's on the side of Lola's. That's the saloon. Right. Uh, for a thing called Listening and Libations, where the artist shows up and you kind of party and drink and you're interviewed and uh, talk about the new album because we just released uh i guess technically this month our second album and uh we were going to promote it but that's just been postponed mm. scheduling right. conflicts is that here fort worth putting that on uh i don't know if they're re- if they're linked to that or not i don't know be interesting to uh, find out but the guy at lola stito does the interview there and he does a great job yeah very cool uh we've been to a couple for different artists mm-hmm. we're looking forward to it yeah so when's this uh this, this album that you're talking about, it's out now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And where can people go to find that? Um, it's on all of your streaming services and... What's the name of it? Bandcamp. It's called Just Us. Just Us. And we did all of the instrumentation and um, everything. So, like, he's playing bass and drum set and congas. And I'm doing all the guitars and keyboard and banjo guitar and mandolin <laughs> and harmonica and oh wow uh i've got like willie nelson family skills <laughs> i'll do it all well you put a lot in this one <clears throat> jack of all trades and master of none kind of deal <laughs> yeah. right right and our first album was last year in february it was and it was called hot ash and it's oh good i too. saw that okay I, when it's i was good. looking for stuff yep, yeah nine originals there our new one is just six songs five original one song is in public domain right down and out so you can do it if you want and attempt to sell it mm-hmm. nice. so we did <laughs> right it's fun copyright runs out well send me uh whatever links you can think of and i'll put it in the show notes whenever we put this out okay uh let's see Mm-mm-mm. so not this monday three mondays from this monday so that's when your episode will be out okay <laughs> nice. awesome. and i'll make sure that I, I send you a link and all that good stuff okay um social media things like that where can people find you um do you have a we, website we do have a an old school website we are www.latetothestationmusic.com okay and we keep it updated we do keep it updated um you know we like to rag on each other we're both different parts of the of the music side of things it's like you know uh, marketing needs to get on this. That means I need to go be doing something, and uh, yeah. you know, or IT. IT, IT is behind. That means I need to go uh, update the web page. Um, creative department creative, meets every morning. Right, creative department needs to put that event out on social media. That means him. So uh, you know. that's awesome. Um, so there's that, and then we're on the Facebook, and we're exploring TikTok. So I don't know. TikTok's okay. Like it's it's okay to like it's not hard to transition into TikTok. Okay. The one that I have trouble with is Twitter. I just don't understand it. Like I don't get the point. <laughs> I do a lot of reading on Twitter, but I don't really tweet ever. Yeah. You know, I follow a couple of people, and that's kind of it. Yeah. So, but yeah, don't be afraid of TikTok. It's pretty easy. 
So quick little videos. You know, what's weird about TikTok is I'll put out some really strong content, like well put together videos about musicians and things like that. And it'll get five, 600 hits. And then I put out a stupid video <laughs> of me yesterday at the gas station because, you know, the storm was coming and everybody was, I mean, there wasn't an open pump. The gas cans came out and I just made a little video like, oh, look at Texas. We're not getting caught off guard this no, time. No, no, no. And it got like 4,000 hits. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? It doesn't make any sense. So, but whatever. Right. I'm never going to understand it. I, I, you know, <laughs> I think, yes. I I echo that sentiment. Just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Right. Is it done? Yeah. Right. All right. For sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what some of it is, you know? That's probably how most of our great inventions were, uh, were, were finally put together, you know? Probably. Just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. And songwriting uh, took a page out of Willie Nelson's... Uh, technique i guess right uh he does a no refusal song policy that's why he has thousands of songs what does that mean uh if he gets an idea he writes it nice he just he does them all yeah Yeah. i love hearing interviews with him and the family and one of the interesting things about them is they just keep instruments all over the house that you can just pick up and start playing whenever you want yeah i think that's key it's it's like you know, go into the pantry and find the one thing you like to eat. Mm-hmm. If it's there in front of you, you'll you'll pick it up. Yeah, you'll do it. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been threatening uh, Morgan, telling her I'm gonna get a guitar. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it oh, yet, but I'm gonna get a guitar. Should. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good, and it doesn't take a lot of a lot to to learn three chords and be able to do a lot. Right. Yeah. 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 So I keep hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on a stand, keep it in the living room, and you'll touch you'll, it more. You'll touch yeah. it. Yeah. Well, definitely more than just an idea in my head mm-hmm. if it's actually there. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's pretty, it's art. It's like, oh yeah, oh, it's good furniture. Nice a ta- furniture. tailor. Yeah. Right. Go get me a tailor. Right. Maybe it sounds beautiful. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna get you guys out of here. Do you want to play one more song before we go? Sure. Or I, I don't. I don't. I always feel like I'm asking too much. No. No. Okay. <laughs> We're used to three and four hour sets. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 What you gonna play? Uh, more ways. <laughs> anyway, he has a song called She Got the Gold. Oh, Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. She Got the Gold Mine and I Got the Shaft. Oh, I know that one. And so I was trying to write a song that had some double entendre in it. So that's... that's it's not as funny. It's not sure. as funny. <laughs> it's no. not funny. But I did pull it off a couple of times. So here we go. Well, it's over, yes, it's over There's no denying that now First the fighting and the dividing Our future's gone, you've walked out I'm still paying for the good times She cast her savings just to run So, baby, looks like I'm broke here In more ways than one I'm at zero, yes, than zero You see, I hold that bank alone We were building this dream together And now I'm going it alone I hope your freedom near was worth it 
Cost my heart a handsome sound So baby, looks like I'm broke here In more ways than one My bank account will heal My trust might never will And that's the real thing you stole Oh, I can see it, yes, I can see it Just how you blurred my vision You had me swept up in all your grandeur And your poor decisions Bought the mansion and the cars But it was never quite enough So, baby Looks like I'm broke here in more ways than one My bank account will heal My heart might never will And that's the real thing you stole Oh, I can see it Yes, I can see it Just how you blurred my vision You had me swept up In all your grandeur And your poor decisions Bought the mansion and the cars But it was never quite enough So, baby Looks like I'm broke here in more ways than one Yes, baby, I'm standing broke here in more ways than one Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to have so much fun putting this episode together. Thank you. <laughs> with, I don't feel with, like we gave you very much to talk with. Oh, but. yeah, you did. Yeah. And playing three times for me, I, I feel like I'm stealing from you now. Oh, no. <laughs> no, this is my, this is joy. Like oh, That's great. Best oh, part of so every great. day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, next time y'all have an album coming out or a single or y'all just want to get together and talk, just holler at me. You're always welcome on Fort Worth Roots. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, Carrie and Paul, thanks again. And Fort Worth Roots, we will see y'all next week. A very sincere thank you to our guest today, Carrie and Paul Smith. Don't forget you can find their information on www.latetothestationmusic.com. That'll be in the show notes. You do not have to remember it. Uh, Their new album, Just Us, uh, is on their website. I'll have that in the show notes. I'll also have a link to their band camp. Uh, The album they released before this was called Hot Ash. These are two of the nicest people you will ever meet, and I cannot wait. To see them grow uh, as artists, as a team, and just see what they have in store for us in the future. Squad STX, thanks again. Um, SquadSTX.com, that's Boys Overnight Camping, ages, come on, where is it? Age 11 through 16, 100% outdoor, overnight camping, hiking, wilderness skills, land navigation, laser tag missions. They have uh, two different packages. I'm scanning, I'm looking for it. Hurry up, Andrew. There it is. Boys Summer Camp, five days, four nights. And they also have a three-day 
two-night father and son camp trip. So lots of options there. River Oaks Spring Fest Car Show. You guys are not going to uh, get me to shut up about this until after the event. We'd love to see you come out. April 30th. Yes, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to you? Yes, I'm talking to you. I don't see anybody else here. Must be talking to you. Games, events, pop-up market, vendors, classic cars. It's going to be a blast. Thank you all for being here. I genuinely appreciate every single one of these episodes that y'all download. Holler at me. Let me know what you think about the show. Media at, face, uh, media at fortworthroots.com. Y'all have a great week. I will see you next Monday. Peace. Peace.